What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Spark Talk. And today we are continuing to go into our 2023 NFL draft prospects. Mm-hmm. And we will continue on with our edge rushers. I know there's um, kind of a lot of mixed review as as there is with, honestly, a lot of the position groups this year. Um, mm-hmm. We all kind of know who the top guy is uh, kind of being talked about. But after that, it's really kind of a mixed bag and yeah. kind of what you like. So without further ado, we will jump right into it. Who is your number 10? My number 10 is Keon White, Georgia Tech. Uh, I know, you know, you look at Daniel Jeremiah. He has him as a first-round pick. He has him, I think, top 10 in his, uh, you know, prospects board. Uh, And I do see a lot of those qualities in him. He's very explosive, very athletic. I don't think I've ever seen a 280, 290 guy cover a running back like he does Mm. or cover a tight end like he does. He is very explosive, like – his athleticism pops off the chart when you watch his film. Mm. Uh, you know, he gets to the passer. He has a really good get-off. Uh, the only thing is, though, he's a little bit technically not as sound as I would like him to be, where I think a little bit more people up on my board uh, either maybe have a higher potential, even though his is super high, may have higher potential, or a little bit more technically sound. And I, that's why I like how my like prospects on – Especially defensive line. That's why I had Byron Young up there on my defense or interior defensive line, and I like my defensive lineman to be technically sound and all that. So uh, he's just not that a little bit. Sometimes he gets pushed out of uh, double teams, gets pushed out of the hole, or he gets sealed off a little bit. I'm not. I know he lined up a little bit on like the uh, was it four eye inside mm-hmm. the tackle four eye uh, a lot of the times. Just how their defense was run. Um, you know, I'm very interested to see how he plays the edge freely because he didn't really do a whole lot of that yeah. at Georgia Tech. And obviously, like, learning that and learning being on the edge by yourself like that, that's a whole new learning curve, too. Or if talking about Byron Young, he had to do that at Alabama where um, I think uh, Justin uh, Ibuti, or how you say his last name, mm-hmm. um, who got injured this year, he kind of filled in for him on the edge there, and he was a little bit out of – rhythm out of sync with everything so i'm very interested to see how he gets in there and obviously he'll have a training camp to kind of work on being an edge guy but i really like him a lot there's a little bit more technical issues uh in the run game and in the pass game where i want him to be a little bit more consistent but yeah i think he has a bright future in the nfl yeah um yeah i like keon white Mm -hmm. so my number 10 is a guy at northwestern i'm I'm probably gonna butcher his name at a tomiwa abda Abdewar. Yeah. Something like that. I'll look it up while you're talking. A better war. I think it's a better war. Anyways, though, um, he's a, he's a deep, he's an edge guy out of uh, Northwestern. I know some people might peg him as an interior D lineman, but I think he's more of an edge uh, transition to the NFL. But he has good get off. He plays with great leverage. Um, he's a really good athlete, moves really well. Has, I mean, extreme, extremely great effort. Very versatile uh, along the D line. Like I just mentioned, I mean, he can play really all across there, and, and he showed success in many different facets um, of the position. Uh, he um, depends on um, team and scheme uh, where his NFL position will be. So it depends on, like, what team he goes to. That's where they're going to play. Mm-hmm. Or that's where he's going to play, um, rather. And depending on uh, what position um, he's going to be into the NFL, I mean, he could be a DN. He could be more of a three-technique. It really just depends. I mean, like a team like the Colts, who value really speed rushers, they value that speed and and, and guys that are flying off the football, right? He could be um, 
a defensive tackle for them. Whereas somebody like the Eagles, who have always kind of valued the big power rushers, uh, you know, the Brandon Grahams of the world. I mean, uh, who was that? Uh, Josh Sweat. Who was the guy that they used to have? They Derek Barnett. Like just big physical guys that are the on the edge. All-time lean person at Tennessee beat Reggie White's. Oh wow! And they yeah. go see the NFL and it's like, where where was that? I know. Yeah. I, I wanted the Colts to get him too a few mm-hmm. years ago, and then well, they didn't. But yeah, I mean, he just. Uh, he does a lot of really good things. I mean, he plays great down the line of scrimmage. Um, he makes a lot of tackles for loss um, from the backside, um, which is really kind of a hard thing to do for a lot of DNs. Uh, a lot of it's effort, but, I mean, it shows that athleticism, being able to chase someone down um, that far. Uh, he has great use of his arms, um, getting extension and hand battling. Uh, he can struggle uh, when an offensive line, uh, when an O-lineman gets hands on him. Um, just because his arm length is a little bit shorter, that's something that's kind of concerning about him. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays with great strength and power. Uh, and I just I like a lot of the qualities that he, he brings. I mean, he shows a lot of good technique. He shows a lot of good potential there. There's just a little bit of concerns, maybe limitations, I should say, yeah. physically, that, hey, he might, he might have a high floor, but potential-wise, uh, he might not exceed this, like, amazing football player. He might just be a really good starter for mm-hmm. um, for several years. And, so. like, I was watching, like, there was, like, a clip of him at the senior bowl practices and all that. And I know it's just one clip, but that's kind of what I've seen on film from him a little bit is um, he has good bend, you know. Mm-hmm. And he also brings yeah. a lot of speed, the power to it. Like you're saying, he has very long arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was kind of dominating some of the tackles in one-on-one. And you see a lot of those good traits in him and um, – all that and uh, kind of reevaluating uh, a little bit where I had him a little bit lower and I put him up a little bit more uh, on my list where he didn't make my top ten or anything. But I, mm. like you said, I think at least at least in the NFL he has a high floor enough to be a rotational pass rusher type of guy in the NFL. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we'll move on to number nine. We both have the same player, and that is Andre Carter out of Army. Uh, yeah. He's kind of a polarizing figure. I mean, he's what six seven. But he's not that thick. He's he's still kind of skinny. Like 240, Low, which is small for... A true D-end in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, well, not small if he's shorter, but being 6'7", you probably want him to be about 270, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he weighs 260, but he looks smaller than he that. He doesn't look 260. No, yeah. I'm, I feel like they probably added weight to him. But mm-hmm. uh, just things... I'll just say some things about him. I mean, the length, the size, uh, the, the, those are things that you can't teach. Now, yeah. he can add some weight, and you get into an NFL weight room... They will add the weight if, if, if you work hard enough, if you mm-hmm. take it serious. I mean, I, I feel like most people do. Um, but his effort is ridiculous. I mean, he's a great athlete. He moves really well. He's, he's super um, active with his hands. I mean, he comes off the ball. He has a good get off. Um, he moves really well on his hips. Um, I think he has good bend when he's, you know, it just, I didn't like how they played him at Army. Yeah. I think well, the way they played him. That was my biggest issue, too. Yeah. Was like, the reason he's so down is. It just looked like bad coaching. Like, yeah. uh, there would be times where, like, and it's not hard at all to learn how to read down the line when somebody's doing a read option, but they were, mm. I think they were teaching him just to run after the running back. Yeah. I'm like, what do you, like, that's just not how you play a read option. Yeah. Um, you know, you see a lot of that, and it's just like, what are you doing? Um, but I agree with you. Coaching was a huge issue. I think watching the film for him. Yeah. And, see, Run, and against the running game yeah. was another kind of concern. I mean, just being light. He did, and, and his height, uh, he didn't really play with great leverage. He kind of got dro- driven off the ball quite a bit, and so that was kind of some a little bit more of a concern. But mm-hmm. excuse me, when you look at his um, his pass rushing ability, there were times that he would just, I mean, his athleticism alone would just beat guys. I think he's raw. I think he's a a, a really interesting prospect. But I, I mean, 
I think he's a second round, maybe going into like a late late second, early third. I think you take a gamble on a guy like that. I mean, well, yeah, especially with the amount like he led the or he was second to FBS in sacks in twenty twenty one. With I think what what was it? Um, I was trying to bring it up for fourteen and a half. Yeah, only person he was behind was Will Anderson Jr. Right, who I mean, had like yeah. what seventeen and a half. Yeah, so it's like you see a lot of that potential there. Like you said, he has a good bend for. Six seven, you're not expecting a lot of bend, but he has really good bend for that size. Yeah, long arms comes with a six seven frame. Yeah, add a little bit of weight, add a little bit of strength to that frame. You know, it may take a year or two, like you said, get him in the third round, get him in the fourth round, add some weight to him, get him in a training facility, NFL training facility, where that's all he's focusing on is being a really good edge player. Yeah. And I think you'll see a lot of uh, improvement from him. I think you'll see him in the NFL for a long time. Uh, he's just a very raw athlete. And yeah. that's the only reason he's down this far. If he was a little bit more fine-tuned, he may be a first-round pick with the size and abilities he yeah. has. Absolutely. Yeah. Even even not having the weight, mm-hmm. I think he'd be a first-round pick. But, yeah, I think it's just a lot of combinations. But um, mm-hmm. I was kind of curious. I mean, that was a guy that everybody was touting high before the season, mm-hmm. kind of started falling off recently, and then you kind of watch his film, you kind of – you like him, but you're not like, yeah, he's not a top the, five kind of guy. Well, also, you remember, like, the scheme and stuff. The scheme's not really good, and, like, you hope they would get better. That, I will say, yeah. that makes it hard sometimes to watch uh, mm-hmm. guys. Like, Well, it's like, you know, pro- like, they have him in the four-eye a lot. Like, he's not really – You got to – yeah, you have to project a lot. Yeah. That's why sometimes these guys get listed as uh, edge guys, and they should be D tackles. Yeah. Sometimes they get listed as interior guys, and they should be an edge. And you're, so you got to project a lot and mm-hmm. things like that. But we'll move on to number eight, which we also have as the same guy. Yeah. Not a coincidence. Um, I'm sure it'll change probably right after this. But it is Brenton Cox Jr. out of Florida. Now, mm-hmm. I will start off before we go into it. Yeah, that's Drew what I was gonna say. So what? Many off the he got kicked. He, he got, got charged, kicked out of Georgia. He got charged with weed and clashed with coaches, coaches, and therefore he was dismissed from Georgia. And basically, mm. um, I guess there's behind that. Like, if you look at some of the reporting and stuff, like people are like he threw a punch in the Georgia game. Therefore, and you, if you look at the play, it's just like a slap on the helmet. It's not really a punch. It's like whatever. Like he got upset because mm-hmm. he scored a touchdown. It, it is what it is. You see it all the time. But supposedly, there's a lot behind the behind the locker room stuff and in the locker room stuff where, like, he was probably doing some stupid stuff and they were upset with him. Therefore, they dismissed him from Florida halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a lot of potential. And I'll, I'll let you go into that. But, like, he yeah. has a lot of potential. Just he's off the field. It may cost him an NFL career. Well, I'll say this. Um... There is one team that I think that could utilize him and probably mold him into, um, you know, growing as a person and not having some of those issues. Now, we don't obviously know the in-depth details of everything that's happened, but we get the the surface-level stuff of, you know, he's been kicked off of two teams. But, like I wrote, he's a freak athlete. He moves incredibly well. I mean, he has a fantastic get-off. Uh, he's super explosive. I mean, he'll just go from zero to sixty like that. We're talking about power. Yeah, that dude has some extremely. Yeah, he's extremely, extremely powerful. And he doesn't even look it. Like he's just. Yeah. I mean, he's built well, but you know, you don't think he's gonna come off and be powerful. I mean, he's sitting here bull rushing guys, and and he has great speed to power. Yeah, I mean, he'll come off firing, and then all of a sudden he'll just long arm straight into their chest. Bull rush. Engaging first. Yes, he's like that's why I liked about him is like he's a complete player. Yeah, yeah, I think absolutely. a little bit of his speed, his speed rush game and speed game is not the best, but 
if you uh, look at his power, you know, speed, the, like you said, speed the power. You look at uh, the athleticism, his acceleration, his get off, mm-hmm. uh, his bull rush ability, his ability to shed tackles easy. And he he's a very complete like, he's one of the most complete edges I've seen watching this a lot. Yeah. The only reason he's down so yeah, far is... Yeah, I agree. Honestly, I, I'll, I'll be honest. He was the last guy I watched um, just because I had had him on my list. And, you know, I heard the issues about him. So I wasn't expecting to find a lot of film on him. But also, you know, you, you hear a guy that's going to get kicked off a team. You're like, well, if he's, if he's going to get kicked off, maybe he's not that good. They just were like, yeah, you're not good enough to keep on the team, whatever. Like, I agree. I would have probably had him up in my top three. Yeah. I, I, I think talent-wise, I mean, true talent, I mean, he is a top three edge in this class. And, yeah. I mean, he should be a first-round pick, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, the freak athletist, again, like why is saying, I think he has more speed than, than you're giving him. I think he can – I think he has great bend. Well, I think he yeah. can beat people with speed. Um, I mean, he's not like, you know, a, like a world-class, like, burner or anything like that. But yeah. Um, I mean, he shows flashes of dominance. I mean, he wins, like Wyatt was saying. I mean, he wins in such a variety of ways. And, and not just, like, not because of his athleticism. Like Wyatt said, he's got good technique. He gets hands on guys. He knows how to play the position. Um, I mean, he could, obviously, a lot of these guys, they can do better in the run game. Um, a lot of them, uh, you know, for the most part, could be better edge setters. They could be better with their hands in the run game, not be as lazy, not, you know, be a little bit more active in that. But, you know, we've talked about this before. I mean, we're looking for pass rushers. We're looking for guys that yeah. can impact the game, strip sacks, get into the quarterback, creating pressure, not even just getting, you know, the sack total, period. And he's a guy that I think, look, I think the Chiefs are a perfect team for him. You you have a – the culture is set there. You have a guy in Andy Reid who takes on projects all the time. I mean, we, we saw – Willie Gay. Willie Gay. Tyree Kill. Willie mm-hmm. Gay has turned into a fantastic linebacker. Tyree Kill, we all know the issues coming out of college. He probably would have been a second-round pick, yeah. maybe a late first round based on his athleticism. Gets picked in the fifth round. Now he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's going to be a Hall of Fame receiver one day. I wonder why people miss on these people is a lot of, a lot of teams, if you look at the culture of those teams, mm-hmm. it's not about building good, good people first. Yeah. And that's what you look at. When you look at Andy Reid, it's about building good people. Uh, look at Michael yep. You can go all the way back to Michael Vick. You can go all the way back to, like, Terrell Owens was a head case, but Terrell Owens shut up when he got there, mm-hmm. you know? And then all that, then the him and the Donovan McNabb stuff got really – that was more him and Donovan McNabb than it was Andy Reid. Him yeah. and Donovan McNabb clashed a lot. Uh, but Andy Reid knows how to make people – knows how to get guys who are troubled, troubled kids, if you want to look at it, troubled kids, and he knows mm-hmm. how to mature them – and make them better adults and better mm-hmm. people. Um, and like you said, I think he would fit perfectly with the Chiefs. Yeah, he get a little more power on the edge than what than what they have. But yeah. it's it's I think he'd do really well there. Yeah, absolutely. And um, uh, yeah, so I guess we'll move on to number seven. I, the last thing I'll say on him though is he's. Then uh, I think Wyatt will agree. I mean, it's a big if, but if he doesn't get in trouble and if you know he he does and he passes a lot of these interviews with flying colors and mm-hmm. can kind of clear up a lot of maybe this the 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 skepticism of his character and things like that obviously can't take away the things that he did but if he can overcome that stuff and again it goes back to being in the right culture to me right now out of all the positions I've watched so far I mean he's been the biggest sleeper to me mm-hmm. um I think he could be a superstar I really yeah. do so 
We'll move on to number seven, and I'll let you go. Yeah, so my number seven is Miles Murphy, Clemson. I should have went. We should have went? Yeah. You, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, here, I'll, I'll go. I'll let you go so we can I'll go. talk about him at I'll the go. same time. I'll yeah. go, I'll go. Yeah. So, yeah, my number seven is Tyree Smith. Yeah. Okay, you don't have him at six. Okay, good. Because <laughs> that would have been Tyree him. Smith. I mean, Wilson. Wilson. Why do I keep calling him Smith? You think like Tyron Smith from like the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> you thinking about him? I think I am thinking of Tyron Smith. All the same left <laughs> I keep, I kept, I put his name down as Tyree. I mean, I put him down as Tyree Wilson, but every time I was thinking about him, I looked him up on YouTube and when we we're looking for film and stuff like yeah. that, and um, I looked up Tyree Smith and I was like, I'm not getting the guy that I'm supposed to be getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, though, yeah, I know he's been a guy that's been a high riser up draft boards. Mm-hmm. I think he's a little raw. Yeah, I, I can see why people want to take him early on. I, I think, uh, I mean, I kind of have him as an early second round kind of guy. I'm almost in the first round. It's just a little well, too raw for me. Um, yeah, well, I'll get into him later because I got him up a little bit more, but yeah. I'll get into him later. And I, I think I liked him a lot. I mean, incredible size and length. Does an amazing job using his length to get a, uh, to get an advantage, um, or to his advantage, I should say. Plays with great power and strength. I mean, I mean he's a, I mean, he's a physical human being. Um, an amazing ability to a long arm, the offensive line back to the quarterback. I mean, that was probably the best thing he did. He come off the ball, and not only would he use his length to get control and get separation to to even do anything, he would just take one arm and just long arm straight back into the quarterback's lap. Um, uh, he has a unique ability to do that. He has really good bend around the edge. He moves pretty well. Um, I thought his get off was a little slow. That was kind of a concern for me. I didn't like his get off too much. Well, it's kind of average. That's, that's fixable because he is so athletic. I'll get into that a little bit. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably some of it was just maybe thinking too much, sitting on the or sitting scheme system, or like not getting the play call in soon enough, or things yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like he relies too much on his bull rush um, and long arm I, when he he shows to be effective in other ways. I mean, yeah. he shows to be effective in the in, in multiple ways, pass rushing. Mm-hmm. But he really just says, hey, I'm bigger than you. I'm more. Sh- I'm stronger than you. I'm just going to run through you. And I think yeah. sometimes he relies on it too much. That gets him in trouble. And he'll get stonewalled or he'll get stuck. And he doesn't really have a lot of a counter move. And I would like to see him just develop as a pass rusher. I think he could be dangerous. Um, yeah. I think a guy that kind of popped out to me in my mind was kind of like a Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, um, yeah. Demarcus Lawrence, right? Or for the Cowboys. Like- well, I'll, I'll, I'll say it here while you're talking about like, like Greg Russo or yeah. look at that. Yeah, yeah, Take yeah. on Thibodeau. Yeah, absolutely. Long, big guys that are good at stopping the run initially. That are at the there are at least at the floor is going to be an amazing edge run stopper for you. Yeah. But can you develop them into a complete pass rusher? That's the big question. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, if you if you are confident in your abilities to yeah. mold pass rushers. Uh, on your football team, and you okay, think San Francisco, say so, yeah, or Philadelphia. <laughs> I, I will say that would be a perfect spot. San Francisco, Philadelphia. You're trying to get younger. Mm-hmm. You're trying to bring in guys to replace some of your older veterans that are leaving. Mm-hmm. That's a fantastic. That's actually a really good spot for a guy like him. I mean, mm-hmm. he has the freak athlete um, nature in him. I mean, he has. He shows the ability to do a lot of the things that you want an edge to do. Yeah. It's putting them together, being more consistent, mm-hmm. and so that's why he's my number seven. But I like all these guys. I will say. Really, my top ten, I like a lot. Yeah, and I think all of them are um, guys that are worthy taken. You know, either day one, obviously up to the top, or into day two. You know, rounds two and three. So I, I like a lot of these guys. But mm-hmm. who is your? Well, you, well, you know, my seven is Miles Murphy. Yeah, okay. and then your six. My is, six is Miles Murphy. Yeah. So. So yeah, but I'll I'll start off with it. 
I think he has a really good get off. Yeah, it's, it's weird. So like you you see that really good get off here, but and he has a great bull rush, has a great speed of power. Yeah. There's times where I see him just pushing a guy. He's usually he's getting on the half side of him. Focusing on one half of their body, and he's just pushing them with one arm yeah. into the back into the quarterback. That, like, this uh, yep. is really good power here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I th- but the thing is, though, when you're talking about his pass rushing ability, a little bit stiff hips. He yeah, he has some stiff hips. You know, like when bit. he's running the when he's running um, the hoop around, you know, around the uh, around the tackle. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, he gets into this like he he <laughs> instead of just effortlessly just bending around and being flexible, he has to like take you know four or five choppy steps, and he's like. Cha-cha sliding every, you know, his way to the quarterback. I'm like, well, and the, and that's where it comes into where like I do like him a lot. Where yeah, he's a workhorse. Yeah, he doesn't give up on plays. He's one absolutely. Of your, he's one of your top guys in the draft. That's like he's going to work hard every play, regardless of like where his draft stock is. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. why that's why I liked a lot about him. Where like he sees a sack opportunity, he sees a strip sack opportunity. He's going to take it. Yeah. He may not have the bend to get there, but he'll get there. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what do you think about his run game a little bit? Yeah, for me, um, man, look at that. We're asking questions. Yeah. We're diving into this. I like this. No, um, <laughs> I like that. Uh, his run game, that was the concern. That was the probably the outside of the stiffness in his hips, that was the biggest concern. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, I mean, <laughs> one of the biggest things for me, I mean, this was multiple games, was his lack of ability to not only just set an edge but to contain yeah. Uh, there were, I mean, teams almost purposely attacked him with the read option. I mean, he would like spin in a circle because he didn't know who to get. Yeah, and he or he would just go. I mean, he would like just chase. Were, yeah, lost. And yeah. he's sitting there like, yeah. I mean, he's really searching. His his head is just going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Instead of sitting and containing and just watching the ball, seeing where it's going. Um, I mean, he would just get so caught up on movement, and he would just most of the time he would just attack the running back. Quarterback would pull. I uh, almost choked on air. Uh, quarterback would pull. I mean, they you know they would get monster yardage on a lot of plays, and so that was kind of a big concern for me. I think, um, let's see, yeah, Unde- like I said, undisciplined setting the edge. He gets lost in the read option. Doesn't block shed super well. Like you know, there are times when mm-hmm. the the ball is coming to him and he's right in position. I mean, he's got his arms out yeah. and he's extended. I mean, he's in good position. He's got good that, leverage. That, that, that's coachable. Yeah, and that's what I, mm-hmm. I thought he was just very inconsistent in the run yeah. game. There are times where he does make a good play, and times like you're talking about, he just doesn't. You know, yeah. he looks lost or like he's not shedding correctly, and you're yeah. just like that's stuff's, hit, te- that stuff's teachable. Though. But I will say there were there were a lot of times that I saw him. at I mean, just disrupt the running game yeah. because of his athletic ability, because of that get off. Uh, you know, when they would do certain stunts, mm-hmm. um, he was, you know, pretty good on stunts. I mean, he did a good job finding where he needed to go, going to where he needed to go and, and creating mm-hmm. chaos. Um, and so I, I think there is an ability there for him to really be a good player. Yeah. Um, I think that stiffness in his hips, like as an edge rusher, you look at the great all-time, all-timers as like a true defensive end on on the mm-hmm. edge pass rushing. I mean – one of the co- most common things is is that bend is is how fluid they move I, in their hips. I think he could be somebody that drops. Everybody's mocking him so either high. the second edge or. Somewhere. I've already seen him start dropping on some boards because he was like in the t- he was supposed to be picked in the top ten. Yeah, then it well, was like top fifteen. Now well, it's like, like late Daniel first. Jeremiah, I don't know. Like he just released the second mock draft. He has him going to Detroit at seven. Mm. Or eight or six, oh, wow. six or something. Wow. Yeah, so and so people still have him that high. Where I think uh, look at ESPN's boards, they have him at like two or three, and you're, you're just like, why they have him there? Is it just because of his floor or what? Or uh, I don't know, but like 
he, I can see him dropping into the second round. Yeah. Be a guy, and I think you get some good value there in the second round where uh, his floor is his floor is solid. The potential, though, if you're able to work his hips out, because you can work your hips out and you could get more flexible with them. It depends on what type of coaches you have. Yeah. Like, you, like, there's potential there for him to be a really good player. It just it depends on what team he goes to. Yeah. Really. And what coaches he gets. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I, I wonder, too, you know, with Cle- uh, Cleveland Farrell coming out, I mean, he was supposed to be a first round pick, don't get me wrong, but yeah. picked in the, you know, in the top five, picked number four to the Raiders. So, you know, that whole, that whole, time for the Raiders mm-hmm. was unfortunate for them but I wonder if people start to get scared because Cleveland Farrell was I mean a sack monster I mean long athletic yeah. you know but that an issue was tight in the hips an issue was you know that he was a little raw an issue was you know he wasn't great in the run game now he's kind of more developed into a run stuffing D end right a lot of that's effort a lot of that's coachability mm-hmm. um, and he was a high character guy but with Miles Murphy it's like do people get scared Another Clemson guy, a little stiff, you know, at you know, an athlete, but that's raw. I mean, do you know, that's a good point. I mean, he could really do uh fall down draft boards. Yeah, and, and he is he was invited to the combine, so we can actually see him doing those hip drills and see how good he is with them or how much he's gotten better with that during the off season. Yeah. Too. And we'll probably have a podcast talking about the combine and Oh I can't wait for it. It's was it next week? It starts next week. Or I, I think the weightlifting, the bench press and the that stuff is it's February twenty eighth to March second, so it's in between that week, and usually it starts a couple days. Like the combine, combine stuff starts a couple days after that. For but, sure, uh, yeah, that'll be fun to talk about. But yeah, I'll get into my number six here. Yep. My number six is Nick Herberg from okay. Wisconsin. Uh, I know you have some issues with him. I do too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, li- I mean, I liked him. I, will I like say him I did a lot. Like him. Yeah, and the thing is, though, he's a very versatile athlete. He's a very good athlete. At that, um, has I think he has a great get off when he gets off. You're talking about somebody that can play all ball linebacker, can play the edge as well. Um, he can, uh, he's a great stunt guy too. So when they set him on stunts, mm-hmm. like from off ball positions, like nobody he was unblockable at times. Where like he was getting, he was just racking up sacks on stunt plays and blitzes from uh, the line, like the linebacker position, not the edge position. Um, and he did, I think, a really good job covering linebackers, covering tight ends. So he brings that versatility in the uh, passing game where he can go out. He'd be say, a great fit in uh, the New York Giants system. Wink Martindale, that blitzing nature. But someone you need to go guard, Dallas guard, or someone you need to go guard, Dalton Schultz, somebody like that. But then can like also that. bring the heat when you need him to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, or look at Kansas City. Somebody that yep. likes to like, uh, yeah, for sure. play those type of things, play those games with stunts. You're talking about uh, shoot. What's, what's this, what's if this Rex thing? Ryan ends up going to the Broncos, you, I mean, they need. What's the DC's name for Kansas City? I completely forgot. Steve Spagnola. Yeah, Spagnola. Spags. Uh, but it like you're looking at that stuff. You look what he did with the Giants and those stunts in the Super Bowl against yeah. the Patriots. I mean, like, yeah, he's an all-timer, yeah, coordinator. But I think he would fit well. It depends. Like it depends on the system, though, because you're talking about he's very small too. Is it, was he like less than 240, I think, or he's around 240? He's not that good in the run game. He's mm. uh, He gets pushed around a lot. There's some times when he's able to get his hands on guys and able to set the edge. It's like, okay, but it's not like good. You know, it's like, could you be a little bit stronger? Could you be a little bit more built up a little bit? Mm. Uh, 
and once he gets to the NFL system, we can see how he'll develop in that sense because a lot of the run game, like, I think he does good getting hands on guys. He's just really small, and he gets moved around a lot. Yeah. Uh, he's really quick with his hands. You're talking about pass rushing. He has a lot of moves. Speed rush, he's able to go inside out. He just can't really bull rush that much because he gets his hands on guys, speed the power. He gets his hands on guys, but he can't really push him back yeah. far enough. And there's a little bit of that, but there's just, a, I think, a lot of potential there with him where you can play him multiple multiple positions. If you have a really good pass rushing rotation, someone like San Francisco that you can rotate pass rushers in, maybe put him on an off-ball linebacker, mm-hmm. you know, put him in coverage, send somebody else. I think he'd be a really good guy in certain systems, and I like him a lot. So he's my uh, number six here. So but now we're in our top five here. And I will say, I will mention that. I will just, like, literally yeah. spend a brief second. We do not have Lucas Van Ness um, out of Iowa in our top five, and I don't want to spend much time on him. But yeah. Because he's a, he's somebody that he's a he's supposed to be a combine person and yeah. everybody's expecting what he's supposed to do at the combine. But when we're looking at the film, there's I, not a whole lot there. He, I think he's a good athlete. Yeah. I think he's got some good size. He's His got strength. great strength. Yeah. He's got really good power. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, I, I'm there's not a lot of technical stuff. there. When I watched a lot yeah. of these other guys, I mean, I would rather take these other guys. I'm it's talking just, year one, year two. I mean, look. Could you develop him? Sure. You go to the right system, like Wyatt mentioned earlier. Absolutely. I mean, he could develop. Anybody could. Mm-hmm. But we're evaluating them based off of what we see. And I mean, he's like in game situations. I'll just tell you, I mean, he's, he, he's number yeah. 15 for me as an edge rusher. He was like, well, he was a little bit lower from like 17, 18. So it's, it's just he's not very technically sound on anything. Yeah. He gets pushed around a lot because he gets people into his chest a lot. Uh, doesn't really create a lot of pressure. Uh, unless he's bull rushing, mm-hmm. but that's only when he's on one on ones with guards and stuff. And uh, there, there, there's a lot of issues in his game for me. But very raw athlete. Um, but my number five is you. Are you want to go to your number five? No, you go to your number five. I don't know. My my number five is Nolan Smith, Georgia. Okay. Um, someone who's a freak athlete. You're talking about freak athleticism. Um. Can cover running backs, can cover tight ends, super long arms. He is coming off a torn pec, though, which scares me a little bit. That's why I have him down a little bit lower. Yeah. Um, a really good run. To, I think I thought he was really solid in the run, even though he's a little bit smaller, especially when he's using his finesse. When he's like, hey, I'm going to juke you out here. I'm going to get up inside of you. I'm going to use my speed to get around you. Those type of things. I think he's really solid in the run game. Yeah. Um, Stuff like that. I think he's very quick. I think he has a solid bend, a good bend. I think he does a good job of extending. But he's a very, very raw NFL player. Yeah. And he's very, like, he needs to gain some weight as well. He's, he looks very small on film. Um, he needs to gain about 15 pounds at least. Um, he's a very raw pass rusher, too. He doesn't bring a lot of nuance to the pass rushing game. Yeah. Which, you can develop that. That's, um... I, that's why that's another reason why he's not here at number five and he's not higher. He's just not very nuanced on a lot of pass rushing stuff. It's a lot of just like he tries to bull rush people, but he doesn't have that power. Mm. You don't really see him go to other moves. You see him a couple times do a speed rush or do a bend, and he makes a sack or two. But besides that, it's just really nothing there. And he's also coming off a torn pack, like I mentioned. So there's a lot of question marks of how well is Peck's going to do and all of that. I think he'll be fine. He's been off for almost a year at this point. Mm. He tore it in the uh, first game of the season against Oregon. 
um, this past year. So like he's gonna have a lot. He has a long time to recover from that. I just I, you need to. He's just so raw that you need to define his skills a little bit, refine them, and get him into an NFL player instead of an athlete. But he has so much athleticism, so much length that if you're able to do that, he could be a Pro Bowl caliber player for you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my number five, mm-hmm. and I, I'll say, I mean, Nolan Smith. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. It just he didn't crack my top ten. Just a little, a little too raw for me. But yeah, um, number five. I mean, well, and I will say a lot of people are having him late first round, early second round kind of draft yeah. status. So I, I understand why. but mm-hmm. um, And I think a lot of it is like the passing game. People are mocking these draft pro- or these edges high because of the passing games nowadays. Yeah. And they want people to get to the passer. Yeah. And I think what we've seen with quarterbacks where people are reaching on quarterbacks or reaching on receivers back in the day, I think we're going to start seeing people reach on edge rushers now. For sure. Yeah. I agree with that. So, yeah, my number five is Keon White uh, mm-hmm. out of Georgia Tech, a guy like White was saying earlier, is flying up draft boards. I mean, some people are saying maybe a top ten pick. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't go there. But, yeah, great get off, um, incredible speed to power, really good use of his arm length to create separation and win one, uh, one-on-ones. Uh, really uh, very good arm length or very good long arm uh, and bend around the edge. Usually has a plan when rushing, but that's something that could be more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, have better technique, more consistent technique would help him win um, those battles more. Sometimes has a counter move, but not often. I mean, there are some times where you're like, ah, oh, come on. Dude. And then all of a sudden, I mean, he throws in a counter and he gets a sack or gets a big play or pressure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he has nice explosiveness, um, great use of power. He's a great athlete. He moves well in space, like Wyatt said. I mean, yeah. I mean he's covering running backs. and I mean, He's doing a fantastic job. Yeah. So, I mean, could he be a, a really big outside linebacker in a 3-4? I mean, possibly. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's that good of an athlete. Um, he's not bad versus the run, but he could definitely improve in this area and just be more consistent with his technique um, and all facets of the run game. Mm-hmm. can kind of get washed down at times, doesn't uh, always have great leverage versus the run. Yeah. Um, I think he needs to develop more pure strength. Uh, he has great power, but just I'm talking just being able to hold his ground against certain guys um, uh, could definitely um, – he could definitely use some help in that area. But yeah. insane motor. I mean, he makes plays off of second and third efforts. I think his upside is tremendous. I absolutely um, don't have a problem with somebody taking him in the first round. I think he has yeah. insane potential. Um, I think he's a great athlete. And I think he shows a lot of stuff on film that you're like, if you can just tweak it, he could be really, really good. Mm-hmm. So I like Keon White quite a bit. Yeah. And so my number four is a guy that um, – where, where do I have him at? Let's see in my notes. All right. So this is uh, one of Wyatt's favorites. Um, his name is Felix um, Anadike Uzama. You know what? Hey, let me let me do my four. Okay. Is he your three? He's my three, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, That's fine. Yeah. Do your uh, four. I'll do my, my four so we can kind of talk about them together here. Yeah, that's fine. Uh so let's talk about B.J. Ojolari, or Ojolari, not bad. Ojolari. Yeah, I, I, I really like the Z's coming out of Georgia, and I like uh, I like B.J. a lot here. So these are my first round guys, my top four, mm. are my first round guys. I would be okay with uh, uh, the first if round. you heard. Sorry, I don't know what happened. There. We had a... doing something dumb. Uh, but no, all right. So let me get in the B.J. here. So he's. Great get off, great bend around the edge, hustles to the ball. He's 
Like, uh, there was one play where, like, I think it was in the SEC Championship, Rainback, Georgia Rainback was going, and he's, like, almost hawked him from, like, across the field. You see that super amazing athleticism, speed, acceleration, all of that. Um, I think he does a good job of getting extended over on plays. However, he's, like, very inconsistent in the run game. I think he needs to develop that a little bit more, uh, develop a little bit more power to his game. Uh, but if you're talking about pure athleticism um, on film and pure strength and getting to the pass rusher, I think he's one of the best in the class at doing that. Mm. Um, I think he's – I really liked him a lot. Um, and honestly, I would be okay with somebody taking him in top 15, uh, top 20. He has that type of ability. He reminds me a lot of – you're talking about Kayvon, Kayvon Chase on, you're talking about – Josh Allen uh, for the Jaguars, not the quarterback, but you're talking about somebody like Brian Burns, who's a freak athlete, mm. great yeah. bend, great speed around the edge, has a lot of finesse, could develop their little bit, could develop the run game a little bit, can develop their strengths, has some of those technique spots in place. You just want to see them get better at it, yeah. and that's what I like a lot, a lot about BJ Ojolari is there's a lot of there's a high floor, but there's a high ceiling too. For sure. So, yeah. So, we'll move on to my number four, Wyatt's number three, and that's Felix on a, on a DK Uzama. Yeah, he may, he may have been, like, watching, what, this is four positions because we'll have wide receivers next, and I'm basically done with wide receivers. He still might be my favorite person I've watched. You good, bro? Yeah, my leg got caught in the chair a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but uh, Felix, uh, whatever you say, is Uzama. Uh Felice I'm, Navidad. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce his name right now, but he you're talking about one of my favorite players to watch. He probably is my favorite player to watch out of four positions so far. Amazing pass rushing ability. I think amazing. You're talking about a variety of moves. He can bull rush. He can spin. He can rip. He can swim. He can just speed around you with great bend. He has all that in his moveset. Has a super mm-hmm. long arm, so he can translate his run game to the NFL, which... Probably needs a little bit of work, but not too much work. A very good, very complete player. Maybe the most complete edge in the class. Uh, but his athleticism isn't quite there with some of your other guys, like a Will Anderson or like a BJ Ojolari. And then if you leave him a little like a Nolan Smith, his athleticism isn't quite there, but it's still pretty good athleticism he's just very technically sound of everything yeah and that's why i like him a lot yeah no i liked i mean for a lot of the same reasons you did man like i think he's a guy that can come in right now and, and produce and be a really good rookie and, and be a really good starter for years to come yeah um i think he could be i won't say special because i agree like he's not that special like athlete as some of these guys in this class um some of them are but i mean he doesn't look big either he's 6'4 255 but he looks I mean, he looks small. I mean, he could even gain weight mm-hmm. um, and be more of a force on the edge. I think he could clean up a little bit of stuff in the run game. Again, that's just nitpicking stuff. But, he, yeah, he's a really good – I mean, he's a good athlete, not special. Um, just super high effort, really good technique in the, in, as a pass rusher. Um, you know, he shows a counter. I mean, he shows a, um, an ability to just win in multiple different ways, like Wyatt was saying. And mm-hmm. I, I think he's a guy that – um, yeah, I agree. All my top four guys are guys that I would take in the first round, no question. Mm-hmm. And um, he's one of those guys that I take, you take in the end of the first round. 
um, or mid first round and you say, okay, like he can come in right now and, and be effective. Get me eight, nine sacks as a rookie, which is quite a bit as a rookie. Yeah. So. I'll let you go in and get your number three here. Yeah. So my number three mm-hmm. is Isaiah Foskey. Now I know this is a guy that's kind of really been kind of, I guess, polarizing because coming out last year before the season even started, I mean, some people were considering better than Will Anderson. Yeah. I mean, he was, you know, almost a consensus top five pick. I mean, we're, we were looking at Will and Isaiah as being the two two edge rushers and both of them probably being picked in the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, he dropped off quite a bit this past year as far as production and um, just the kind of pop that he had the previous year. Mm-hmm. But when I watched the tape, I watched 21 to see, like, what, what was the hype about, and I watched this year. I see a lot of the same player. I don't understand really – why he's falling down draft boards, why he's being projected as a second-round pick. I think it could be because of Notre Dame's season and how, like, yeah. in the media it was, like, they were terrible, but they ended up, like, 8-4 and four or whatever on the year. Yeah, and I think, look, like, great get-off. He's a really good athlete. He, you know, he's got great explosiveness off the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, closing down the gap uh, to cause issues in the run game and pressure on the quarterback is, is really good. Um, I mean, he goes from 0-60. to 60, um you know, greatly. Uh, you can tell, I mean, he puts the w- work in the weight room. I mean, he's a built, thick dude. Moves well in space. I think he does a fantastic job against the run. I mean, maybe the best run defender in the entire class. I mean, maybe by far. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think he does a fantastic job across the board with everything, and I won't go into detail with all that, but just everything that he does against the run, and he is a consistent contributor in TFLs and, and clogging up lanes and stopping short yardage situations getting on the other side of the ball and causing problems, making the running back go the other way. I mean, he does a fantastic job against the run. I think he shows pretty good bend. It's not like anything elite, but it's good enough, I think, to succeed at the next level. Uh, Plays with great strength and leverage. Um, Insanely high motor. Mm -hmm. Um, He shows a really great ability to rush the passer in a variety of ways. Yeah, Uh, He does, you know, bull rush, long arm, speed, you know, dip and rip, chop and rip, speed to power. I mean, all kinds of stuff. Swim move. Um, you know, I think he rushes with a plan for the most part, you know, sometimes a little inconsistent. Sometimes he kind of just runs at the guy and it's like, Hey, I'm stronger than you. Mm-hmm. But I think when he rushes with a plan, I mean, you see those to me, I see the special qualities in him. Um, but you know, you, there are some inconsistencies. Uh, he doesn't always execute his plan. So I think he needs to develop a counter move. I think that's something that uh, I want him to develop. I think he has a high floor. I think he's one of those guys that comes in and if he flounders as a pass rusher, you're going to have him for 10 years as a run stopper mm-hmm. maybe he gets six or seven sacks a season but he's going to be one of the most consistent um edge defenders setting an edge and, and causing chaos in the run game but i think he has tremendous ability to be a guy that can get 10 to 12 sacks a like, year like an adrian claiborne sure yeah but like you could be like, i just he just popped in my head because i was just like they're kind of built similar uh, i was like with his power like he was second to last or second to he was my i guess 12th if you want to say it like it has Zach Harrison was my 11th from Ohio State, mm. and then Keon White was my 10. But, like, you're talking about great run stopper, uh, and he has great power. Mm. You're talking about the power that he has. And I was thinking about Adrian Claiborne wrecking up five sacks or six sacks on uh, the Cowboys that one game mm. a couple years back. And I was like, I can see him doing that. I guess a really not very strong tackle, him just bull rushing him and picking up a lot of sacks in one game and doing that type of stuff. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but – who is your number two? All right. Who was your number three? Felix. Felix. And Duque Uzama. There we okay. go. So he was your number three. Yeah. So my number two is BJ Ojolari. 
Uh, I, you know, I almost had, I almost put him at one, but I wasn't going to do that. I think I just kind of fell in love watching this tape. Yeah. But why is it? I mean, tremendous get off. Maybe the best get off in the class. Amazing. Um, I mean, yeah. it's incredible. Super explosive, super high effort, great bend around the edge, great job playing down the line of scrimmage. I mean, uh, great yeah. job making tackles for losses, you know, for coming from the backside, chasing down running backs, great effort. Yeah. Great use of his hands and arm extension um, to create separation and get control. Moves well in space. Good job um, attacking, pulling offensive linemen and tight end. Uh, I don't know why I said offensive linemen. Like, that sounded weird. But anyways, I mean, he does a great job attacking those those pulling guards, pulling tackles, pulling uh, tight ends. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't just sit and wait for him. He goes and attacks it and causes chaos. I mean, clogs up the hole and creates a running lane issue for the offense. Um, you know, solid versus the run, but he could he could improve and become more disciplined and just mm-hmm. like setting a true edge. I think that's something he could uh, improve on. Um, he shows flashes of uh, of, of being a disruptor of, of being a disruptor there. But it's just got to be more consistent. Um, he's great on stunts, but he shows a vast array of pass rush um, moves. He can win in many different ways: speed, speed to power, rip, swim, um, dip and rip, um, in and out, and spin and long arm. Has a plan and uh, consistently creates pressure. Um, he could develop a more consistent counter move. You know, when he gets stopped, sometimes that's kind of about it as far as creating pressure. But he is, I mean, he is fantastic. I, I think he's a guy that's going to be, I don't think enough people are talking about him. Yeah. I mean, I he's, he'll, he'll fall in the second round, I think. In yeah. My opinion. Like, I, I think he will because I think people are falling in love with Keon Bikes' athleticism and his size. People want to stay picking Miles Murphy, want to stay picking Terry Wilson. I don't think they, they will take the risk on him, you know. Yeah. And I, I look, he's, he's the guy that I'm like. You take him. I think he could be a superstar by year two. I think he has that kind of ability. He might be a lot of Brian Burns, though. Yeah, 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 he does, dude. Like, the athleticism, the size, the length, the way he plays. I mean, being a speed rusher but also having power, he's fantastic, dude. I mean, he's absolutely fantastic. And I was kind of – you know, I had Isaiah above him, but when I just – I rewatched them a little bit of their stuff and just kind of made my decision about putting him at number two and uh, – you know, if it wasn't for for Will Anderson, you know, being the consensus guy, um, as long as you have him, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, BJ Ojolari is my number two. Yeah, my number two is Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech. Okay. And I just it's just because of the high floor. Um, and yeah, like you said, he's a very raw athlete. Very raw athlete moves very well for his size. Yeah, moves very well. He's what is that, six six, like two seventy, two seventy five. Yeah. And he's not like Andre Carter or like – Andre Carter looks like he's like 240. Yeah. He looks like he's 270, 280. He's thick. Yeah. And – He's a big dude. Great, I thought he was a great <laughs> he's run a big stopper. Dude. He just gets guys on him, extends them, throws them. At least like the high four is he's going to be at least a valuable run stopper for you. In yeah. Your, in your pass rushing role. That's why I mean to me it really uh, the DeMarcus Lawrence comparison popped out. Mm-hmm. And then I think he – I think – let me see. So – he doesn't get boggled down by tight ends. I've seen that a couple of times with some guys where in the edge class where a tight end will kick him out or do something like that. He blows them up. Uh, we, like, a lot of the top ten guys did do that. Like you're talking about Brendan Cox uh, Jr. or Kalen White, they blow up tight ends. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty funny to watch because it's tight ends are, getting blown, tight ends are great guys. They're getting blown up by edge guys when they're running full speed at them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just he's very, very raw when it comes to pass rushing. He does show a really good bend. 
which for a guy his size, his thickness, you shouldn't see a bend like that. But he gets some good bend from time to time when he's doing a speed rush. Mm. Like you said, he goes to the he goes to the power rush route, the bull rush route, route well way too much. And his get off, his get off needs to get better because if he gets the get off better, he can utilize the speed of the power, which I don't think would be stoppable at this point with how much potential he has, how much power he has, how much speed and athleticism he has, that would be a terrible thing for a tackle to go up against. It would be Tyree Wilson having a speed of power advantage on you. Um, but I just think his pass rush is just a little bit too raw, but his floor is so high yeah. with the run stopping. And at least he advides some pass rushing ability where he can bend the edge, he can bull rush you, he just needs to add the other moves to that. Uh, we're talking about swim, rip, uh, spinning, uh, setting people up. He needs to add that to his game to be a pro bowler caliber talent. But I really like where he's at right now. He's, I think he's a, in my opinion, I think he should be a top 10 pick. Sure. Yeah. So we're at our number one now. And I would Consensus assume. number one. Yeah. yeah, Will Anderson. I mean, he's far and above. I mean. Uh, far and above, I think, a lot of these guys, uh, and, just well, in terms of uh, technique, in terms of athleticism, in terms of just the whole package. And, and what I was saying, like, I think Felix, I was thinking about this, too. Felix uh, and Duque Uzama is, like, you're talking about technical pass rushers. They're, I think they're side-by-side. Side. You're talking about technical stuff, but you're talking about the athleticism. Will Anderson's so far and away more athletic than Felix is. Mm-hmm. And it, show, it just shows on tape that he's a freak athlete with, all, like you're saying, all the technical tools. You need to be an edge guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I agree. Like, um, one of my favorite things about Will was his uh, technicality. Um, just one, I mean, he just, he he won mm-hmm. um, as a pass rusher in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, he showed patience. He showed discipline. Mm-hmm. He showed uh, a clear plan about how he wanted to rush. He showed a counter move. Um, he plays really well against the run. I mean, they were even putting him in as a four eye, like as an interior D yeah. lineman at times. And he was making great plays, mm-hmm. rushing the passer from the interior, causing chaos in the run game. I don't, I, there's not a lot. Um, I, I, and I think, you know, if I'm going to nitpick Will, it, it's becoming more of a true edge setter. It's becoming more of a true, like, when I'm on the edge, I, I'm a consistent run defender. Mm-hmm. But that's nitpicking. I mean, because he does a really good job with, uh, yeah. against the run. And, just as a pass rusher, I mean, it's just I, I, I'm not gonna say special. Mm-hmm. Like if you had if you had to ask me over the last like five years, like would he be you know above Chase Young or Nick Bosa or um, you know guys like Josh Josh or- Allen, Miles Garrett? Like yeah, there might be some competition. I think that he could push some of those guys. But is he a Miles Garrett and Nick Bosa? Uh, is he is he uh, Michael Parsons? No, he's not those kind of guys. Um, I, and I and I do think I think with his athleticism. I think he's a great athlete. I think he moves well. There was just something off when I watched it. I, I don't see elite athlete. And yeah. maybe that's maybe I'm nitpicking. Maybe I was trying to look too much into it. Maybe we watched the combine and I'm like, oh, well, I was I, think, I was seeing stuff wrong. I but. think I, like you talk about like I was, I was watching the Ole Miss game and watched Jonathan Mingo wide receiver, but like there is like there's a lot of, like my third time, fourth time watching that game, and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. He's like he still pops off the screen. Like you're talking about, there's like a play where like he has to stun around or whatever, and it's just the acceleration and the speed that yeah. he's able to get the Jackson Dart on. It's incredible, and you're just like, where is that? Like, where is that consistently? Like you're talking about, 
I think a lot of it is like he didn't really try last year. You know, I I think a lot of it. If you look at his freshman tape, his sophomore tape, like he's putting on effort. He's trying, and you get to see a little bit more flaws in this game. We're talking about the run game a little bit and all that. But you see, last year you're just like, why didn't he? Have, why is he not the same player? Why is he? You know, whatever. He's just not trying. There's just times where like he gets, like he'll put up one move. Like yeah. you see with these other guys where they're trying and like they can only have one move. He just hardly tries and he puts up one move. Sometimes he beats them, sometimes he doesn't. And he's kind of loafing sometimes. Mm. There's a little bit of that. I think he knew he was going early in the draft and he was like, I still want to be around this team. I still want to go with my team, but I don't want to get injured and risk my NFL career. So like there's a little bit of that on tape and I think that puts a little bit of sour taste in people's mouth too a little bit where like you can see the clear lack of effort on some plays. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I don't take too much into it because a lot of guys do this. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of guys try to preserve themselves for the upcoming year, especially when you know you're a top five pick. Yeah, I mean he's, I mean he is a special prospect in my opinion in that sense. And I mean he, I mean even just mentioning him along the Bosa's, the Parsons, yeah. the um, the Garretts of the world, the Chase Youngs when he's healthy, uh, like that's some elite company. And I and I think he has that ability. I think as a rookie, I think he can come in and. At least produce like six, seven sacks for you. I think he could go above. I think if you're needing pass rush, mm-hmm. Chicago. Chicago sticks and picks and say, hey, I'm taking the best player. I, I think Will Anderson and Jalen Carter, Will's the more for sure thing. Now, Jalen has maybe more potential because he's such a freak with his size and his athleticism. But Will Anderson's, you know, probably a better athlete, let's just be honest. He's, you know, he's not as big. But as just a, from a technique standpoint, I mean, I think you know what you're going to get when you get a guy like Will Anderson. And, I mean, he would, he would have been probably, you know, a top five pick last year as a sophomore. Yeah. So coming into this year, I mean, he, he's a slam dunk pick to me. I, I think he's a guy that's high floor, but, like, superstar, like, elite level potential. Yeah. And he, like, the worst he's going to do is be, like, a really, really good starter with probably, you know, a couple of Pro Bowl seasons here and there. Yeah. The, t- the top end is, you know, by year two, he's one of the best pass rushers in the league. So yeah. I think, uh, yeah. yeah. I guess that wraps it up. You want to go through them real quick again? Oh, yeah. Let's go through them. I'll uh, I'll let you go this time. Okay. Yeah, so my number 10 is um, Adetomiwa Abdewar Abdewar, out of Northwestern. Mm -hmm. Butchered his name. Number nine is Andre Carter out of Army. Number eight is Britton Cox out of Florida. Mm -hmm. Number seven is Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. Number six is Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Number five is Keon White out of Georgia Tech. Number four is Felix Anadike Uzama out of Kansas State. Number three is Isaiah Foskey out of Notre Dame. Notre Dame. What am I? Number two is B.J. Ojolari out of LSU. And number one is Will Anderson Jr. out of Alabama. Yeah, so my number 10 is Keon White, Georgia Tech. Uh, my number, um, yeah, my number nine is Andre Carter, the second out of Army. My number eight is Brenton Cox Jr. out of Florida. Mm. My number seven is Miles Murphy out of Clemson. My number six, Nick Herberg, Wisconsin. My number five is Nolan Smith, Georgia. My number four, B.J. Ojolari, LSU. My number three is Felix Anaduke Uzama, Kansas State. My number two, uh, Tyree Wilson, or like you say, Tyree Smith from Texas Tech. <laughs> and then my number one is Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, yeah, be sure to follow Wyatt at Wyatt Sparkman 3 on Twitter and then Spark underscore, Sparky underscore four on Instagram. 
All right, and then follow the podcast at Spark Talk Two on Twitter. Follow it on uh, Instagram at Just Spark Talk. Yeah. Um, and then follow me at Varsity Ginger Fifty Five if you want to, mm-hmm. um, but you don't have to. I don't really post too much anymore. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't really post anything. But that's like the podcast stuff. That's about it. Though. Yeah, just about yeah. But anyways, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, really have enjoyed watching a lot of these prospects so far. It's kind of an interesting class. Um, there's a lot of average to okay players that. And there's like people you can see being really good death pieces for teams. Yeah. You know, for years to come. There's just not a lot. The, the, it's not a top end talent. Yeah, and I yeah. would say that people are saying this is not like a deep class. Um, what I've seen so far, uh, from what we've watched and what we've discussed, I think there is some deep, like why I said, depth pieces, solid starters, really good backups. And, yeah, maybe that's not deep in terms of starters in the league, but I think it's a deep class in terms of there's a lot of, like, solid players that I've watched so far. Um, And, uh, all right, so our next episode is going to be our wide receivers, our top ten receivers. Um, We're going to dive into that here um, this week, Yeah. Um, figure out what day. It'll be Thursday or Friday. We'll uh, record it, and so it'll come out Friday or Saturday. Yeah, I want to, yeah. And so um, Mm -hmm. we'll get that done. And we're looking forward to those. We're doing top 15, top ten. We'll see. Uh, I know you've been having a lot and stuff. Uh, work, getting used to work schedule and all that. So I know that. So we'll um, see if we're doing top fifteen, top ten, depending yeah. on how many you get to watch here. But for sure, yeah. So yeah, well, we appreciate you guys listening. We hope you guys have a great one. And until next time, peace. See ya.